0: You're tuned in to another episode of the Chicano Podcast. This is being brought to you by Chocast. Man, I got got a very special guest today. Um, His performer name is Victor Mariachi. I know he's got a lot of things on social media you can follow him, but uh, Vic, what's up, man?
1: Yo, what's up? Can you hear me good, man?
0: man i i I can't believe i think we got this thing going i'm telling you man somebody's out to get me bro i don't
1: know yeah i don't know might be the connection i don't know what it is but yeah man i can hear you can you hear
0: me good man i think i think i think what it is man is you just can't keep the chicanos down bro you know you might be able to get one but you can't get us all bro that's 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 what that's what it is man come
1: in packs man (laughs) <laughs>
0: hey, so you're out there representing in the ATL, is that right?
1: Yeah, man. This this is where. Well, I stay in Gwinnett County, Georgia. It's like a little bit outside of the the city, not not necessarily the city of Atlanta.
0: So we're everywhere, man. How'd you how'd you get to uh, Atlanta?
1: Uh, well, I, I we came here with my family when I was younger. I was like maybe like 10, 11 years old, and my parents like there was just like the construction uh industry was like booming at that time so uh i had uncles here already and they were like you know if you want to come over to this side uh there's a lot of work on this side you know you can make more money so my parents you know migrated over here and then i just went to school here and i grew up here so
0: so you you didn't tell me i I, well i didn't know man You, you 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 do construction or you did or your family does construction
1: well, yeah, my I had uncles that started doing roofing and then my 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 family, like my mom and my dad, they had like a cleaning company and they would do like construction homes and, and stuff like that, you know, trying to finalize the home. So before like the homeowner buys it and stuff or when once they move in, it's already ready to go. So they're like do the final touches, basically. But yeah, like I would help them when I was a kid on weekends on, you know, whenever I could, uh, I, we would try to like help them out because it was a lot of
0: that's that's crazy bro because uh, you know what i i have not been able to tell you but yet because i mean we're just getting to know each other and stuff but um i'm actually in construction as well and um that's that's what i do i I, I go out there and i sell you know i bang roofs Mm -hmm. i bang them out you know i mean i don't i don't actually get up there and do all the work or anything but um you know i mean a lot of homes especially here in yeah i mean texas uh you know they they get they get a lot of hail especially in where we live Um, yeah so it's a it's a a pretty good uh business for out here um actually there's there's a little bit too many roofers but yeah no i I didn't i didn't know that about you man but um just a little bit more about like um you know how'd you how'd you get started i guess from construction uh you know to you know i mean what's what, what what was the gradual change or what what made that happen, you know? How'd you get into doing what you... Because I, I assume you love doing what you do. Uh,
1: as far... Yeah, I mean, as far as music, I, I've always been, like, an artistic kid. You know, ever since a kid. Like, even before I even discovered rap music, I was drawing. Um, I was always, like, into music. Like, um, I just didn't know what, what, what I really wanted to do. But once I got to a certain age, like, I really like, you know, people that I looked up to, like Tupac, you know? Like, you know, Eminem. And st- all these rappers who were just, like good at like being good like you know the, the way that they were articulating their, their raps and talking about issues that mattered to them was kind of like eye-opening to me so I was like okay so I started listening to music I, you know I, I just started out as a fan and then gradually I was like I want to do this too and uh yeah but all those times that I was in construction also I always had my headphones on the whole time I had like a CD player and I was like constantly listening to like Wu-Tang you know Big Pun like all these rappers like Um, I was like you know my I was just feeding my brain like you know all this information and um, all these melodies and stuff in my brain so I just started to like I don't know gradually wanting to do it you 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 listen to it so much that you get inspired like oh I want to see what I can create you know with those influences so that's how it started out but you know as a kid I was just like writing I wasn't really showing my stuff to anybody it was just like it was more like a personal thing and then as I got older I was like
0: you know I want to I want to record and you know, be an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I mean, just just hearing what you said, um you said Tupac, Eminem, Wu Tang, Big nah, Klein, I mean, that's 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 crazy. I mean, who who um, who like who influenced you to like those particular rappers? I mean, if you will, because those are kind of some classics. Those aren't, like, you know, such, like, you know, like, a lot of the stuff of what you hear today, and I, I know I know you're not as old as me, so, you yeah. know, kind of like, my question is, is, like, who, who pushed you to, you know, be influenced by those particular classics, or what? Uh,
1: those, I mean, those come from also just going on hip-hop forums, you know, also my friends who were a little bit older in the neighborhood, they would like see that I was interested in music and rap and they would be like oh you listen you need to listen to this this um this group these guys like they would just and I would just go on like a little um this is before Amazon was like big I would go on Amazon and like look at all the albums and like see what well like I would look up an album and in the bottom of it would be recommendations of things that sound similar to it and I would just like you know I would I would basically be like a like what they call it like vinyl digging or like crate digging but I would do it on the internet and I would just like it was like a spider web effect where i would just go with one album and then i would see all the other recommendations and go to and just kind of like see what i like pick up the things that i liked. um but yeah like those i was always into like you know the lyrical rappers mostly um the east coast side of rap because I, I, i'm mostly on the east coast um but yeah it was just like from just doing my own research uh people friends recommending it so
0: mm-hmm no that's that's cool so um you're a little bit more um i guess out there near near the east but you're originally from arizona right
1: yeah i was born in uh uh, phoenix arizona my my family moved there yeah
0: what was life what was life what was like out there in phoenix
1: it was cool I, i had like a regular childhood like um i was like because I I left when I was 10, so I went to elementary there most of my, like, that's what I was doing. And then I was just like, uh, with the kids in the neighborhood, you know, they, you have, like, there's more, I don't know, like, more kids, I guess, are are in Phoenix where, like, there's the paletero, man, and stuff like that. And, yeah, I don't know. I have more family there. There's more people. There's more Mexican people and more community, you know, in the schools, too. Like, I didn't really feel so much, like, left out because a lot of the kids look like me as well, so... Uh, there's mm-hmm. just I would just say like the demographic of people is is different more than anything and then the weather of course it's 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 hot and it's very dry you know desert compared to Georgia here where it's like a lot of humidity a lot of vegetation so um but other than that like it was, like it was pretty much like I, I really don't know much about it because I was too young at that time to be quite honest
0: mm-hmm. yeah did 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 your um do you think that and it's just me personally asking but do you did did you think that like the value of your education uh, changed when you um, you know moved to Georgia? Uh,
1: it's it, I mean, it's hard to say because I was I was really a bad student. I was not good. Like I was like uh, uh, into music. I was just an artist my whole life, really. Like my binders were all just lyrics of rappers that I printed, and I didn't even do. I never did my own, like. I I really paid attention in class. I, I just felt disconnected, but I was also going through my own personal mental health issues that I that I needed to like figure out how to cope with and develop tools as I got older. But um I was never really good like in school. I never really, um, so it was it's hard for me to tell um, the the comparison. What I will say though, is that the environment of the school probably did make an effect on me because I did feel that disconnect from other kids. I did feel the disconnect from the teachers. Um, there was like, you know, a couple of instances where I felt like, uh, you know, I, I felt discriminated, of course. And um, so I think that that more than anything probably affected me more. Uh, I don't know if the uh, the um, curriculum was, was much that much different from Phoenix and, and Georgia. But I know the, that the environmental circumstances
0: definitely affected my upbringing in school. Um, so interesting. Interesting. I mean, um yeah you, you moved at a at a very um tough tough time i mean you you're like in the fifth grade uh but i mean you you you're 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 in you're in music i mean what 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 are your some tell me about now the venues that you're playing um you know how is it, how did how did that end up working out for you as far as now like i mean where you're at can you can you tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing
1: yeah well right now i'm just doing shows live here in atlanta most mostly in the city um i'm just trying to get my name out there um locally you know people have no they they i I feel like they get a sense of who i am they've seen me in the uh, shows here but right now i'm just trying to do shows obviously because of you know covid and everything i haven't been able to really perform live that much so i've been kind of been like uh working on my craft working on making music and just like you know being a better artist um and also, I have, like, family situations, you know, where I, I I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm taking care of my family at the same time. I still have, like, a day job. So, all these things. But um, for right now, I'm just trying to, like, make music. Right now, the social media stuff, too, is helping me a lot, you know, with, um, with Instagram and Facebook and TikTok as well. Like, these are all platforms that I use that, that are very good tools for independent artists to get your music out there. So, I'm focusing more uh, on that. You know, because I feel like that—that's kind of like the future. That's where kind of the music is really heading right now, is like all these dances and TikTok and like Instagram, and you know, and being able to share it, you know, uh, or be a soundtrack to certain people's videos and stuff like that. So,
0: mm-hmm. so on um, Instagram, are you Victor Mariachi también?
1: Yeah, Victor Mariachi on on yeah all platforms.
0: Okay, so TikTok and what other one?
1: uh with tiktok you can find me on facebook too i'm on twitter too victor mariachi but i put an x on the end of that one but um yeah just i'm on pretty much all of it and then uh the streaming services are spotify apple music and stuff like
0: that okay okay so on your um spotify and apple uh music i guess you have like an account for um you know some like a lot of your tracks or what
1: Uh, right now I just have a yeah I have most of my tracks on Spotify Um, I just released an album called Superhumans which is a a album about uh, our people Um, I got that name from you know our people working hard basically like you know a lot of people see us as like not being human basically so that's what I named the album and you can check that out on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and uh, SoundCloud iHeart, all that stuff
0: okay that's cool that's cool that's cool i definitely wanted you to make sure that we plug that uh because um you are definitely uh, uh a superhuman when you're a, a chicano bro yeah. <laughs> i like that man hey, hey, next time i hear uh somebody talking about um, you know it was the aliens i'm gonna be like you're damn right we're superhuman bro yeah <laughs> Ah oh, man. So uh no nah, man that's that's cool man. So um do you play at some uh particular venues there in Atlanta, Georgia for the audience that's out there in Atlanta, Georgia? Well, uh, I do. Um
1: there's a venue called Art Bar that I, I go to here um there's um well there's venues like 529, also uh Union Ave uh and East Atlanta Village. Um oh, well the ones that I just do uh, I actually have one, my first one in California is actually going to be at the end of October, which is going to be in Stockton, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, and, uh, but yeah, just all of like, if you follow me on Instagram, like I'll, I'll have the updates. Uh heck house too. Uh, there's a, there's a venue called heck house, which is really cool. I'll be there. I try to be there every other Tuesday. They have like, they do like the taco Tuesday stuff. So I try to go show out, you know, represent La rasa on there. Um, mm-hmm so yeah so yeah
0: okay so you're gonna be going to california you said here pretty soon
1: yeah i'm gonna be going out to stockton with the homie aztec speech who's a who's a, another dope rapper here from georgia we just did a video called white walls which is a, a low rider video but also like a, a video connecting the west and east coast of chicano culture because over here on this side like um like on the song we talk about how we're all we're all working like we're all basically known for construction work and just like you know, being the janitor, the landscaper, the, the roofer. You know, there's not that much of a, of a Chicano art scene here in the in the East Side here. It, it's all about hustling on this side. So we, I made a song where he talks about the Chicano, like the lowrider community and like the history of it. And then in my verse, I talk about the hardworking people here on 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 you know on just like on the rural parts of Georgia and stuff like that
0: yeah we gotta we gotta come in first lay the groundwork put down the foundation and then have some kids and let them do the rest (laughs) that's cool man well um so this um this this east coast i mean what's what's um what's what's some of the biggest differences that you see like um i guess you know from from a hip-hop standpoint or whatever i mean i i would imagine that um there, there 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 probably isn't a whole lot of chicanos in hip hop at all are there uh
1: i mean there's there's a lot i mean when it comes to the west coast yeah yeah but on the east coast like you said um there probably is but there we just don't know much about them because um i don't know it's something it's a it's a subgenre where you you have to it has it, it connects with a certain amount of like of of, of fans and individuals who are into that type of music um i feel like more than anything we probably need more now and yeah i'm sure there is there's a lot of, of chicano rappers i just don't know if they're speaking on the certain topics that uh persist or talk about chicano uh, upbringing or living or situations and stuff um because right now i feel like hip-hop is so like mainstream um, a lot of kids who are you know, whether they're uh Asian, black, white, you know, uh, Mexican, like uh, Salvadorian, like these, they they at the end of the day they just love hip hop and they don't really talk about like their upbringing, they talk about mostly you know the stuff that's mainstream rap, which is you know like the typical stuff that you hear on mainstream. I don't want to put like words in people's mouths. I don't know what they rap about, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just the the dancing, the the more of the poppy type, like pop type of uh, music feel. Um, so when, but once you get to like actual like conscious rap and like political or social issues, that's when like the amount of people start to uh, minimize. You know, uh, there's we don't have that much of it. Uh, what what.
0: what- is um if you don't mind me asking what's what's conscious rap what is that
1: conscious rap is mostly um it's you could also it's like lyrical rap but it's also like it talks about issues it talks about not just like in the social spectrum but also like it could be about mental health it 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 concerns more with the consciousness of a person of what what you see like you would have to be like a more of an observant person and kind of like really feel what the person that you're you're listening to is talking about whether it be issues about upbringing or or uh just you know it's more of a conscious type of um it's not so much it's more about the ver. it's more about the lyrics i would say it's more about what you're saying it, 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 it has to be something meaningful um that's what i would categorize conscious rap as like uh, yeah. it's quote-unquote underground rap too that's what they call it conscious rap
0: so that was um, that was more like a lead-in to um, this uh, next part two question. Um, does that mean that most rap today is like unconscious rap? Hmm.
1: Um, that's tough. Um, I feel I feel like uh, to a certain extent, like that that, that title it's most it's mostly like it that's for people who are really who emphasize a message in the music um i wouldn't say that it's completely unconscious i feel like because i feel like music reflects the time so there's still something to learn or to hear on mainstream rap it's just that when you have a machine behind it pushing or wanting the same type of music to be created because that's what makes money then that's when it gets lost you know um but even with that being said like I still feel like even mainstream rapper or or most of the rap that we hear it might be and not it might not be the most conscious music but it's still it's still saying something you know it's a message is still being sent out whether it's something you agree with or not um so i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily call it completely unconscious but I, I not as conscious as far as like what the things that people want to talk about really matter because at the end of the day we also got to think about music it's just like people just want to feel good they don't want to think about their problems at the same time you know they just want to like um have fun and then it just depends on the type of individual you are too because i listen to a lot of sad music you know i listen to jazz i listen to soul music um and 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 that's the stuff that talks that that I gravitate to as an individual but not everybody's gonna be like that you know so it it also comes with preference um but the mainstream rap or the music I would just say that it's it's sending out a message of of the youth because hip-hop is it's always been about the youth um they they're the ones who kind of guide the direction of where it goes um so that's their message so i can't really I, I won't really say that it's unconscious but it's it's not as like what what people think of like as a lyrical or underground type of hip-hop or
0: music so i mean in your opinion you know that being said with you know the 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 mainstream and all yeah and um you know money um you know i did hear that and you know reflecting the times i mean would you say because you you get to see it you know you're out there you know, doing the shows, uh, you're seeing other performers and, uh, you know, sometimes you're not the fifth or first, but you're the 20th performer. Um, you know, when you see that, you know, out there, I mean, do you, do I mean, is it, is it your opinion that you believe that those guys are up there for the same reasons that you're up there for when it comes to like your individual and individualness? or are they like trying to replicate what the mainstream is emphasizing
1: uh when i when i do my live shows it's funny because you would think or you would expect that but a lot of the people like a lot of the independent um artists that i've done shows with a lot of them are very talented um and yeah, they they're actually they're they're like actually lyrical rappers like they 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 do the same thing I'm doing. Um and I think more than anything because like um uh yeah, mainstream is something that people like I guess do get lost in like oh they they try to follow a sound but most of the time like all the artists that I've done shows with, to showcase with, um they always bring their A game and they always are very talented. Um, but I've just been fortunate because I'm always like in on the bill with those individuals like artists. Um, so I, I when I see them on stage um, independently and, and to see them do it for as long as have, I've been doing it, I, I, I take them seriously because, um, yeah, like the, the work ethic is there. The 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 stage presence, like the, the stuff they talk about is meaningful to them. So they're trying to like that's their uh, message to the world. So I, I take it seriously, and I it just depends on the. Um, it's just the mainstream, you know. It's just the mainstream is that really? It's kind of like that one percent of the population almost. It's like it, it's hard to get into that that niche, but like you have to find your own sound. It's it's it's, it's, it's you have to be diverse and um, like even like the biggest rappers like for me one of the biggest rappers who's also like very lyrical is Kendrick Lamar and he's very and he's a big rap star like you know and the fact that he's able to do his conscious rap and talk about the issues pertaining to his society where he grew up and the fact that he's able to make like or be popular off of that I think it says a lot of that people at the end of the day still appreciate messages and like real good storytelling and music and and issues that you know like touch like the souls of individuals like people are still yearning for that so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so i mean does that does that sometimes because it sounds like sometimes when i when i think about this issue it sometimes feels like um i don't know music art is um it's it's kind of like almost like robbed right like i mean like Mm -hmm. it's robbed from like a certain creativity that I don't know the mainstream or the the, the guys controlling it yeah uh, you know they control like what i mean can you can, can, i mean do y'all do y'all ever talk about that like when you're talking about these guys that you respect talking about these guys that you know you're up there saying doing it for years and years and years like you i mean do you all ever get into a discussion where you're like man you know i hate these capitalists that are robbing you know us with this mainstream you know crap you know we can't get in or i mean is there ever a conversation like that or what does that sound like or what does that look like
1: uh uh i don't know <laughs> we don't really have discussions like that because we're, we're, we're in a community where we're just happy to be expressing and we're all we're all supportive of each other mm-hmm. um like i get off stage and you know people were like yo that was amazing and then my 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 friends get on stage and they do their thing and um they're, they're i also like am in awe and i and i support them and i and i try to record them and i try to i try to promote them on my page and they promote me on their page and that's what independent artists do um as far as like the way we see the the the, the mainstream media like I, I i mean mainstream music like a, a lot of us just do it for fun you know mm-hmm. um me personally i would love to get to a point where i'm able to financially like support my family with my music mm-hmm. um and i know that it's possible in today's um with with today's technology and just like the advances in music and independent artists like you could do that you don't really need a label um but i think um more than anything the way i see it personally because i can't really speak on how they feel about it but me personally i I feel like it's one of those situations about it's 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 about who you know um uh uh, certain people just like are going to put you on um it's about also money. Unfortunately, like if you put the money up, you could have your you could have your video get played on 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 you know on on major like streaming services. On you can get a plug. DJs will play your stuff. So a lot of it is also like you know um putting your. It, it's about being accessible to the public. So you have to put your name out there, even if the music is not good, and you know that's subjective again. But like you could still have it put up there simply because you have the financial backing to put it somewhere or you know somebody or you know that's also i think that's for me that's one of the biggest culprits and like as far as like music not being played by every like everybody getting a fair share on radio stations and tv and stuff like that is because it's about who you know the connections you have the labels the people that push it who are keeping the other people down who might be super talented um so that's my big that i think that's the biggest issue more than anything but honestly like i said before like now we live in a time where an artist you could put a a a video up of your song and it could go viral and you could have streamings and plays like um for instance like that going back to mexico video that i posted that um you also shared on your on your facebook page like that that video like it got like um together it did like a hundred thirty thousand uh views like like just that video alone and then i did another video where I, i i spot like i was talking about like the music video that i did for my mom which is a video called home run where i talk about uh the migration that my mom endured when she came to the u.s and um i also did a bts video for that and i put it on youtube i mean on tiktok and it did Amazing 300,000 hits. Like these are, and I'm an independent artist, you know. I'm just like, I don't have no, I don't, I don't, I I do this all myself. Like I just take the videos, like I do my phone recording and I upload it. And I just like hope that people can, it resonates with people and they connect with it. And then, you know, at the end of the day, people want to connect, you know, and they feel some side of like, yo, like that was deep, that was about my life, that was about my, my, you know, I could feel the lyrics. So I feel like if that gets put in a position where people can hear it and everybody's accessible to it, then you will you will have you will be able to reach people, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just I guess I'm just looking at it from like a, a different, uh, you know, perspective or paradigm. And the fact that, you know, I, I just I believe and I feel that, you know, um, there is a um, there, there 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 is a loss of uh, capital when it comes to, uh, that particular industry. And it is, um, you know, set up to, um, rob, uh, you know, the artist, but I mean, that's just me. I mean, I, I've seen music, um, you know, for some time evolve from, you know, I mean, I saw, you know, records, you know, I actually, uh, Mm -hmm. saw record players in my, in my, in my, in my parents' house. I saw eight tracks, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, my parents' house. I saw, you know the advent of the cassette, the, the 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 CD, and now what we're doing, and it just seems like everything is geared towards taking from the artist as much as possible. Mm. Uh, um, and yeah. to me, that 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 is unfortunate. And I just feel like it it, it is a um, I don't know. I I think it should always just be some kind of concern. Um, you know, at some point, but I could also see how that could be very. Uh, discouraging uh to somebody that you know does it you know for for the 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 other reasons yeah uh, and that would be you know that's 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 a great praise to you because i mean obviously i liked i you know when i first heard that song when i first um you know heard I, I, it was more like a I man i don't know it was like a like a like i don't know a transcendental vibe man it was like a like yo man i can my, my head started moving it wasn't just like uh uh, uh hey yeah uh, you know that's dope let me write down those there it was like yeah. something that that, that that made me stop for a second and yeah. go yo man this guy's on to something you know like you know this 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 puts me in a different state of mind and i think that's what music is supposed to do and um even though you may be happy with 130,000 hits for right now i think in my opinion that song and anybody that hasn't heard this song, what's the name of that song again? Going oh, back going, to Mexico. Right? Yeah,
1: going back to M, Well, going back to MX. Like, but yeah, Mexico essentially.
0: Going back to MX. So if you like, uh, probably Google it. It'll probably hit, uh, or you know, just go on to TikTok and check it out, y'all. Because uh, um, I'm not. I'm. You know, I'm not. I'm not fake. Um, I'm not trying to. You know. Um, you know, lick nobody's boots. You know what I'm saying? You're. you You're. You're. You're a talented individual. Uh, but you're also somebody that I could have this discussion with. And I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, when I heard that song, I was like, you know what? I know um, there's this little thing on here I can hit. Use uh, this uh, sound. And I'm going to put some pictures in the background, uh, you know, that kind of vibe, uh, you know, with me on this level. And I did it, man. And uh, people were like, man, who is that, dude? Like, where'd you get that song? And like, yo, man, they were there hitting me up on Messenger. Like, you know, who's that artist and stuff like that? And I'm like, you know what, man? I know that it should it should resonate with like, you know, a million people, two million people, three million people. And in my opinion, I know when I was young, man, sometimes I'd buy a CD and the CD back then would cost me. Um, and this is, I was, I was a young guy, man. I was like, you know, in my 20s. I mean, I, mean, I know... I had to give him a $20 bill. If not, you know, like some tax on top of that or whatever, maybe the CD was $16. Maybe the CD was $18. Uh, but I know I had to hand over a $20 bill, uh, you know, cause I mean, even back then, you know, it was so different, you know, we're still using cash a lot of times, but you know, I'm just saying like, I mean, I remember some of the first CDs I bought and, um, you know, that's kind of how it went down. And I, I would sit there and do the math. I'd be like, man, so if this guy sold one million um of these cds you know you multiply that by 20 bucks or 15 bucks you know that's like 20 million that's like you know like 15 million like i mean you know like these guys don't get that much i mean even i was smart enough to say like these guys aren't getting that a million or two million or three million because that guy's broke or that guy's like, you know, still like, you know, like doing this or doing that. Or like, right. I mean, I, 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 even at that point, I, and I would say like, if they, if they did make this money, like where's it all at? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know I've seen them on MTV or BET or, and these are, these are the, the things we used to watch back and day. And I've always hated radio. I mean, I have always like despised radio because like the main, like I said, man, you can have it on, Ninety percent of it is garbage to me. Like I don't want to have something on, and one out of every ten or one out of every fifteen songs is something I like. You know what I mean? So, right. like that's why I just had to, I had to buy CDs. Um, but that's just me, man. Just coming from the hip, you know. I just think that, you know, you you um, you you actually deserve uh, something, and I think that somebody out there, out there, you know, is is is, 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 is cheating. But I guess that's what. Um, that's what this industry is.
1: Yeah. Well, well like you said, I, yeah, like if I focus too much on that, I, will, I probably will get discouraged. and be like, Man.
0: <laughs>
1: So I, I the best I can do is just for me, honestly, um, even though I, I, the world, you know, you need money to, to survive. But to me, it's just like there've just been the countless comments and uh, people like sharing their personal stories with me that I'm just like, you know, ever, ever since a kid, that's something I dreamed about. I was like, oh, that's this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to connect with people. With my music or to tell me yo you did a good job with with this song or you know that's to me that's the biggest compliment that's the biggest reward is to have that as an artist i, I know it sounds like very like humble and but it honestly that's that's really because i never would have thought this would have happened like for me to just even have those accounts of people telling me and like sharing their stories and like that's just meaningful I, i'm just doing it from my own personal experience but the fact that a thou- millions or thousands of people connect with it is, 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 is a gift, you know.
0: No, no, you're right, man. I mean, I it, you know, some of the same reasons I'm doing what I'm doing right now, man. I want to make some connections with my people. But at the same time, um, I do want to send this message that I do believe I do strongheartedly believe that if enough of us start talking like how me and you are having this conversation right now, um, you know, we can do more. Uh, You know, for each other, because I think right now what's happening is is like, you know, you and me and uh, everybody else, you know, that is a Chicano or, you know, that's, uh, you know, gente or raza or whatever. Yeah. uh, You know, even in in, in the black community for their own, uh, you know, sub demographic or whatever, we're all feeding into this system to where like they get the 20 bucks, like I said, Mm. and we're just getting the crumbs. Right. Um, you know, Chicano people, as Mexicano people, um, you know, we're all basically subsidizing all them rich motherfuckers or all them people that are at the top. And you know what I'm talking about because racism, I do uh, believe, is inherently built in to this yeah. system uh, altogether sure. uh, because that's how it works. And um, you always got to have somebody, you know, roofing. Or picking the cotton or slaving or in jail or, uh, you know, somebody that, like I said, is subsidizing all the people at the top that are like, you know, supposedly, uh, you know, not our equals or better than us because, you know, like, oh, well, you know, huh, I don't have to mow the lawn. Huh? I'm going to put up all these other, uh, you know, um, certifications or degrees to get into uh, Yale or Harvard, because once we get there, <laughs> we can be their masters of them, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, man, outside of politics, man, what you do for fun out there, man?
1: Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. No, I, uh, I'm really more of a, I'm a homebody, but if I do go out, you know, I just go out with friends, you know, I, I try to go, uh, um. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a movie buff I read I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of boring man like <laughs> I really don't do much uh, but if I do I just hang out with friends you know um, right now because of uh, COVID and stuff we're very understaffed at my job currently so I just I work uh, but for me fun is writing music recording uh, uh, yeah uh, that's that's pretty much it though but uh, yeah I like to go out to you know, get a drink maybe every now and then um, you know, go out with the family, I try to take them, uh, we try to go out with the family, I I live with my mom, my sister, my niece, so I just, like, you know, like, like to, you know, go to different parts here in Georgia, and the vegetation, like I said, here is very beautiful, you know, there's a lot of landscape here to check out, um, you know, trails and stuff like that, so.
0: The, the, the last, the last, that's interesting you say that, because, uh, the, the last episode I did, and, um. I, I I haven't put it out yet, but I'm about to um I just want to do it in some in, in some different orders. Uh but um I did an episode recently uh that does talk about the black community. And um obviously it does talk about you know the Chicano community, uh, but it talks about our communities sometimes overlapping. And um, you know, I, I think that in any major city, I don't care where you live nowadays. <laughs> 2021 um it's it's very evident um that we have an overlapping community that being said it's sometimes hard to um not acknowledge you know each other and and i can't believe that not enough acknowledgement has been done on, on on either side so that's why i was like dude i gotta talk about it it's there yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, blacks and Chicanos or African-Americans and Mexican-Americans uh, together uh, would be would be an integrated powerhouse. Mm. If if we could ever um, if, if if we could ever, you know what I'm saying, like think that way. But I mean, in, in, in Atlanta, that being a black a blacker or more african-american or you know it's just it's not as chicano as you know the west coast um you know do 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 you see any any of that or is it is it is it harder uh living um because i mean i would say that, that that there is probably a lot less Mex- mexicanos or chicanos are raza, out yeah. there uh, where you live right
1: yeah i mean uh as there's not that many, I wouldn't say Chicano, but there's probably more, um, uh, quote unquote, uh, Central American, like immigrants and Mexican immigrants, um, that are living here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the biggest issues probably like the language barrier, um, because there, I feel like more than anything, there's a, there, it's not that there is a, on a human level, there's connection, there's appreciation. Um, when I do shows here in Atlanta, you know all the all, the people here of Atlanta, the, the you know uh black people. They all they're all embrace me like they're all like they're just and they're like in almost an admiration like the fact that I do rap music and they're like I would never expect to see that. It's kind of like seeing like you know uh, if, if a black person was singing like corridos, you know what I'm saying? You're like yeah yeah yeah. You know what I mean? So to them, it's more of like an admiration. Like wow, like I never even like you just appreciate that individual for doing that because they that's not in their it's not something that they grew up with but they 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 make some sort of connection to it you know i with that being said though i feel like if there was a chance here um for uh, for there to be more chicano community more uh, rappers here uh more than anything i feel like they they it would be like there will be some sort of a connection it would be some sort of like a unity type thing um, I don't know how it is much in the West coast, but here, um, like for me personally, all the black people have been very, like, they embrace me. Like they're like, yo, like you're dope. You're amazing. I want to follow. I want to support you. Um, it just, I think it, what, what happens is though, unfortunately, sometimes like people get into their tribes when they, when, 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 um, and, and, and sometimes people may get lost and, and communication and certain things are not understood. Um, but I will say, though, that here, like the black community is always like almost like an appreciation of all the like the, the the workers here who are who are coming from different countries. They're always like, yo, La Raza, like y'all, y'all hard workers, like we appreciate everything y'all do. And this is from like, you know, stuff that I heard from them. So they, you know, they appreciate that. And and it's never on some like uh negative or discriminatory type of vibe it's always like almost like like i don't know it's it's funny cuz it's like i see you kind of like like uh, we're in the same struggle we're in the same boat but there's no communication or language being ex- ex- exchanged because uh, like i said before there's like a barrier there with the with the language um but yeah uh i feel like if if um the the i will say though personally i feel like also our community because of uh uh racial stigmas and stuff growing up with um with with our you know our grandparents also and our, our father like as as much as we don't like to admit it they they also have some prejudice in them about people of darker skin you know so that's also like a part of our upbringing that we have to kind of like strip off of and kind of like just embrace one another um so I don't know I, I feel like if it was to happen here in Atlanta, I could see it happen here being a, 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 a metropolitan area where, where people could just unite and be some sort of, like, a, a, you know, just a more broader community of people of, of, of color, for lack of a better word,
0: you know? Now, you, you've been there already for, like, 20 years?
1: Uh, I moved here when I was, like, yeah, yeah, about 20 years. But I also lived in Canada for a bit and in Mexico uh, during that time. I was, like, going back and forth.
0: I guess my question is have you seen Atlanta change demographically over the last 20 years
1: um,
0: hmm it's been
1: I think it's been pretty much like the areas that I'm from like honestly you don't really see that many of us like but it is getting to a point where there is more um uh, you know immigrant people I guess Mexican people Central American people um there is more of us who are coming here and migrating here but as far as like the percentage wise it's pretty much the same um there's a lot there's a lot of um it's mostly black and white uh, here in georgia uh and then the rest of us uh you know uh,
0: they have so you i mean you've been in, in in uh atlanta at least 10 years or more right not in the city
1: so i stay like on the
0: outside of the
1: city not inside the not in the city of atlanta i live like like probably like 40 minutes north of Atlanta. Mm.
0: So, I mean, what what do you say like 15 years? 12, 10, 15, what, 20? Yeah, like fifteen,
1: fifteen 15 years, yeah. Like I'll say 15 years.
0: So, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't say over the last 15 years it's 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 it's, it's stayed the same? I, as far as
1: percentage-wise, I feel like it has. I feel like um like obviously like, there's been more there's more there's been more of an influx of people, but it's been still relatively the same. Um yeah
0: um so you think that sometimes people move there and then move back uh or they don't stay or well, it's just been so 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 gradual at least small small that it hasn't really shown a big noticeable difference
1: I mean for 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 maybe for the for us uh you know for us latino community like for us yeah it probably has grown to a certain degree, but so has the other, you know, um, demographics of individuals. Because for us, like I don't know, the construction, like I said, the like, construction thing is like really what is bringing a lot of people in. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have your little areas where, like you know, people like Before Highway, um, Jimmy Carter. These are all areas where there's a lot of like Mexican. So those are the areas where you will see more of us. But uh, honestly mm-hmm. on, on just like on The whole state of Georgia There's still a uh, lot Like this Like I said Like this is a Republican state It's a red state mm-hmm. um, So It's still the same for, for me As far as I'm concerned Like I feel like It's the same type of uh, the,
0: the, I guess the, I guess the only reason I was asking is Because most of the time Brother I mean What, what I normally see Is like um, Like let's just say For instance There'll be like a central Central Ghetto city, you know a lot of times you know people move to suburbs, white flight, whatever um, you know they move up uh, and they move out. Um, you know, but in the central uh, you know I guess more older, uh, you know, I guess parts of like whatever you want to call it, ghetto, whatever, you know, we'll sometimes, you know, to be, um, you know, the labor force that's needed in a lot of places. Um, you know, that's kind of why I guess, you know, we're moving all over the country. Um, yeah. Atlanta being, you know, one of those, I would say, um, top 10 cities, um, you know, as far as like, you know, commerce and stuff like that. I would, I would say it's not top 10, you know, it's probably at least in the top 20, but it's, it's up there. Because, yeah. um, I mean, it's probably the biggest city in Georgia, I would imagine. But, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, just from what I've seen, yeah. um, sometimes we'll come in and we'll start doing all the dirty work or the construction work or the hard work or whatever. But they need to, you know, they need to kind of, you know, start a foundation, lay down somewhere. So, yeah. you know, those kind of sometimes, you know, fix up the, the, the old, you know, beat up you know communities nobody wants to be in no more and sometimes that's why I was saying like we we overlap in those communities but I was just curious man I mean I guess if they're not staying there or if they're getting uh, kicked out at some point or if they're getting deported or whatever I mean I, I guess that that would make sense as well but I was just curious
1: yeah no that that definitely does happen too and that's also a factor a lot of people do get you know uh, a lot of people are here um, you know with no uh documentation so they they get picked up and they get thrown and they get deported um but yeah like but for for the majority of the people though like us we're like pretty much in the background like like you know (laughs) it's hard to tell like really how many of us are because we're all like in the back of the house you know um you know whether we are cooks or we're just like you know working in certain factories and we're not really being seen. So it's hard to tell because we're just we're, we really are the backbone. Like we're the ones who keep like we're keeping the, the capitalist machine and, and the reason why it's working it even more now than before because of everything
0: that's going on. Um, I think yeah, I think you're definitely right on that. I, I just never been to Atlanta, so I, I guess that's why I'm, I'm asking uh, all these questions. One no, yeah, no, it just
1: depends on what area too, though. It depends on the areas you go because you can go to a certain area and you just see all like you know Latino people and no like no like you know. It just depends on the areas really. It's like like I said, it's really kind of segregated to certain areas of Atlanta. Like Atlanta, you know, because of uh, certain areas are being gentrified, so you could be at an area where it's like there's more. Of, of people of color and then you go to like the same down the street and it's all white you know you don't see anybody it's like it's really weird um but at the same time everybody's very like if people try to be cordial with each other like everybody's there's no like uh beef or anything like that it's just like it's just the way it is here like you know everybody knows kind of like their quote-unquote uh place i guess i should say or what they should be doing and like
0: what they're no, know, man. <laughs> our, our, uh are white are white folks racist out there
1: uh <laughs> i i mean uh, yeah more racist more more racist more racist in arizona uh i haven't been to arizona but i but i, I mean i'm not so uh, i know arizona has proved some pre-racist people too but yeah like, <laughs> you know what's funny like well not funny but but like you know what's kind of like here in georgia the racism like i said before it comes from an ignorant place it's more it's mostly about not knowing it's 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 all the things that they hear on tv and like they just repeat and um Mm -hmm. it's just it's very insensitive they don't really see the connection between us like i think to to see us as human beings also they just see us as as another um tool or thing to get certain jobs done you know i just need Them to like do my construction job, do my landscape, cut my grass. I just need them for so quote unquote. And it's and they're, um, some of them are can be very demeaning as far as like, um, they don't really understand. Uh, like, I like for me, instance, for as an example, me, I'm I I could be bartending and uh, a guy sits down, you know, white guy's like, Hola, como estas and trying to speak Spanish and I'm and I and I respond in English. And I'm like, hey, sir, how you doing? Like, and they'll still try to speak to me in Spanish. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like, you don't even see the fact that I'm like, I'm talking English, but to them, it's just, like some Mexican dude in front of him. So he's still trying to start like talking Spanish. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it, I don't know if it comes from mm-hmm. a, like a bad place or if it comes from like them, I don't know, as an experiment or I don't know what it is to them. But I would say like because we're not there, they're not that many of us here they don't really necessarily feel some sort of a connection or like they're just like oh you're just like a worker you're just like you know
0: um Uh, so they don't
1: yeah it's more of a demeaning type of uh, a demeanor that they have towards us
0: so what you're 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 a bartender or what
1: yeah i work that's my um i guess day job uh bartend
0: um, server that's cool so you you know a lot about people
1: yeah, uh, I conversate. Yeah, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of th- different individuals, a lot of characters.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's actually a really interesting job. I've always thought some of the coolest people I've met in my life are most interesting people or have been bartenders. You know, yeah. um, and I've always kind of uh, wondered, you know, there's a different type of uh, intelligence with them. It's like, man, I don't know why, you know, how how he knows people so. I knew I knew a guy that was a really good. Uh, sales rep one time man and he just he really understood people man he just he i mean he could read them uh, you know most of the time before anybody else could uh but yeah man so um that's your day job you got your hobby where are you going with um where, where, where do you where do you see yourself in the future man you're gonna be doing music still or you gonna you got any plans big time or any any long-term plans uh
1: right now i just um uh the last couple of years I've just been really trying to find myself artistically and I, I feel like I finally found myself. So I'm just keep, I'm going to keep making music. I'm going to keep, uh, I'm going to keep pushing myself to deliver. Uh, and my, my goal right now, honestly, is just to show like individualism within the culture of, of, of Mexican Americans and just talk about things that people may not expect for me to talk about or issues that I may be thinking about. So my thing is that I just want to express, uh, uh, yeah just the individual and 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 see if my music can you know uh, obviously you know get more popular and, and keep pushing my name out there I, mm-hmm. i'm just taking it one day at a time right now um i guess my plan would be to eventually get to a point where i can support myself independently as an artist mm-hmm. uh so but yeah like i'm i'm just going off like I I, I I there's no way for me to not do this basically like i i just love this so it's something that I will I will always be doing. Um, so it's just like the music that comes out and that I'm going to be keep pushing albums that I'm going to keep making. And, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm not trying to think too much of it, but yeah, I'm just trying to like.
0: Top three it. rappers, top three rappers. Who are your top three rappers? Top three? Top three.
1: Oh man. Uh, I, I, Tupac will always be a top three rapper for me. Simply because of what he meant when I was young, uh, Nas is another rapper, and oh man, the third one again, like because of what he meant to me and what he influenced me, I was I had to say M, I had to say M and M too.
0: Okay, did uh did Tupac and uh, Nas have beef?
1: Yeah, they did have beef, but they squashed it before Tupac passed.
0: Who do you think admired who more? Tupac admired Nas more or Nas admired Tupac more?
1: Mm, I think uh, you know what's funny? I feel like they both had the same message in their music. Um, they both spoke about the, the the circumstances and the stuff that happens because of the street life and the things that happens in impoverished communities and the, and the black community. But I feel like Tupac probably admired Nas more. Um. I feel like Nas had an, like, he admired Tupac for, you know, obviously the music he was making, like, Dear Mama, you know, um, changes. um, uh, Just the music that really meant a lot to the, like, it just molded the hip-hop and pushed forward. But I feel like at the end of, like, Nas is just like a, he's like a book, man. He's like, he's like an encyclopedia because he, the stuff that he talks about and the, the way he's able to articulate and put verses together uh and his storytelling is really amazing i feel like I, I i even heard that um during the time when tupac got shot um he was actually listening to Nas's album before he passed i, I don't know if this is i i've heard like i heard artists talk about this they said that uh, tupac on like on his last minutes of when he was alive i think uh Nas had released the album called it was written in 96 and he was actually listening to nas's album so th- mm-hmm. i think that um tupac might have been a, I, I feel like he admired because uh, nas dropped illmatic and that's quite like that's one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever mm-hmm. and everybody that is a uh, like during that time was trying Oh, to- we all
0: yeah no, we all bought it man we i mean back then we had um mtv bro so like if, um, there was a quote unquote mainstream, which there was, but it was so, um, it was so much more minuscule than it is now. Now it's like, you know, Hey, buy this sheep. And everybody's like, man, man, back then it's more like, you know, we're going to put out music that we hope they like yeah. and man, man like because we had tv we could actually see the artists and if we thought they were whack bro we didn't buy the shit you know what i mean or we didn't like the shit or we didn't call in for the shit and um now that 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 um that album actually i mean across like i mean because i was in high school um if not junior high when that when that album came out and i remember um you know like bumping that with my homies you know what i'm saying like we were just yeah. like yo man like yeah okay where'd you get that like yo man can i can i borrow that because you know we still had like tape players in our cd machines to where we could like record the cds out for our friends Hell yeah! so like you know i mean that's just the kind of shit we did but no that's a very interesting um paradigm uh that you know Nas. i, I could see your admiration for Nas if you think that uh you know Tupac and, and he probably did you know I, I've never thought about that I don't even know why I asked that um you know M is just you know I mean the lyricists I, 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 know, I mean nobody can take that from him so yeah uh, I get that now, now 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 I got an interesting question man who who, who likes Tupac more blacks or Mexicans and Chicanos <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, that's a tough question I don't know, man. That's tough because Chicanos love Pac, man. We love that dude, man. Uh, And he showed love to Mexicans, too, man. He always shouted us out in his music and made a reference to us. Um, Hey, I got to say, man, the love is equal. I feel like, but I I feel like for black people, like Tupac is like a god to them, you know? Like, that's like the guy that's like, he's not even, you can't even put him in like the category of the greatest because we all know that he's like, He was just a different breed you know Okay,
0: okay okay so let me let me let me let me get you thinking just for a little bit longer check this out so knowing that we're in the black communities like i explained earlier knowing that we have like a you know a side by side you know when we go to school you know we go to school with black folks black folks going to school with chicano mexicans whatever they know who we are growing up so if 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 mexicans or chicanos did not like tupac at all, just at all, would Tupac still be as beloved as he is towards the black community?
1: If if Chicanos didn't like Tupac,
0: yeah, let's just say we didn't like him. Nope, I don't like him. Nope, I don't like him. or Mexican man, Mexican American. Like, nope, I don't like him. Uh, You know, so like we had nothing to do with anything, or his record sales, or being number one, or being whatever, being in the top five. You know, so they still had to you just choose whoever, like, you know, they had to choose between, like, Biggie and Pac and Nas, and, you know, would, 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 would Tupac be as revered as he is now? Uh. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I, I, I think that a big <laughs> I think,
1: I, 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 think I, that's I, what you
0: want me to say. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I just, I'm trying to draw a parallel, man, is I think that a lot of people are like, yeah, man. You know, because, I mean, I think that we do. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, do do you think so? Yes or no?
1: I I don't know if he. I, the thing is, like, t- Tupac is worldwide. He
0: is. He is. He is. He is. So, like, what?
1: even if we didn't like appreciate him, like, the whole like the whole world did. You know, like the, the like I said, like the music he made, it's almost like Michael Jackson category type of music where it's just like, what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's almost like in your upbringing like there's no way to not listen to a tupac song growing up like if you had a yeah a, a rate if you were in a car you would listen to a tupac song if you were you know there was no there's no way that he was he was not going to be pushed um so i mean i feel like it definitely he knew and understood like the chicano community was like behind him and pushed him and like really loved that,
0: him. so yeah, that definitely yeah.
1: did help bring if um if anything I feel like In the hip hop community Like t- t- What Tupac did Was kind of Introduce Mexican people To to the To the culture Like to give us A sign. Like It wouldn't be a Without Mexicans You know
0: uh, Yeah uh,
1: You know uh, b- Black pride uh, I can't remember The lyrics And it said to Sex, get- Like Like it's, it's like It's stuff like that Like Even though Maybe to him It didn't really like, I was like I'm gonna put this Cause it sounds cool He didn't really realize The impact That it it really had on us because when we heard that me being a 13 year old kid and hearing Mexican on a on a hip hop album, just to be like shout us out like like it's like your ears like perked up you're like what do you say you know what I'm saying like
0: (laughs) yeah you took a step back you're like oh shit like he shouted
1: us out like as a kid I was like bro that means a lot to us you know because because honestly like people don't think like Mexican and hip hop like what does that have to do with anything but like no it has a lot to do with us and the fact that he did us he did us that favor of introducing us to the to a broader audience because you know that song some kid in in, in you know in um in ireland or whatever like you know in, in palestine could be hearing that and be like oh he said mexican like what, what why why is he shouting out mexicans
0: but at the same time man he was sitting there like you know throwing like when he was doing that um that video Um, for uh, California Love. I think they interviewed him and he was like, you know, talking about how Death Row could be printing money and he's just throwing money everywhere like in the desert just basically saying like, you know, I don't care, man. You guys on the East Coast, y'all can't touch us, man. Y'all Y'all took y'all five months to sell a million. I sold two triple, quadruple million on the third week or whatever. You know, he's just like talking about the numbers. And I mean, even at that point, you're like sitting there going damn he's right you know like yeah the numbers no, are like sure. nowhere near like whatever they i mean i think he was trying to get at like puffy and nas and all them to basically say that you know statistically you know my numbers do mean uh rank yeah. and that's what that's what i'm talking about right now oh, i got you I got but you. from where he was at at the time the people that were buying those albums and influencing and controlling those type of crazy motherfucking numbers are also to uh your 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 comments uh you know a lot of respect to that because that's exactly what was happening our communities were showing him love but they were bringing him for the ride of like you know getting there so fucking fast because I mean, he like he, he was a phenomenal rapper. Um, nobody can take away, uh, you know, his um, his artistic strengths, passions, talents. Um, he'll forever be like, you know, the Elvis or Marilyn Monroe of, you know, this uh, time era. But, right. um, you know, what, what, what I guess I'm getting at is like th- those numbers yeah. are, have a lot with constitution uh, constituting him as a um you know foundation or a statue that's never going to be uh, you know i guess torn down as far as uh, you know what, what what he was able to accomplish and leave his mark if you will um, so yeah yeah nah man i just kind of wanted to i think we got so many parallels um you know with the The black community, like I said, man, um, I think it's interesting you're out there in Atlanta. I mean, I think it's interesting that, you know, you're rapping. I think it's interesting that, you know, a lot of the messages that Tupac and Nas, even at the time, uh, you know, were parallel to not only their struggle, but our struggle. So I think it's a pretty cool, um, you know, life that, you know, you're living. Um, You know, I wanted to bring up, uh, you know, him as a, uh, a, a closing thought. Um, but outside of everything man I normally keep uh, these uh, episodes right around the hour Um, I think we're a little over but man I really appreciate you coming on the show I do want to let you know um, I do strongly uh, believe in support that's always like one of the underlying messages that I try to leave um, you know tagged into um, you know the, the episodes is because I believe man that like if 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 you got to, you know, even 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 if one day you become a restaurant owner, you know, if I'm down there in Atlanta and, um, you know, I, let's just say I'm rich. Right. And I got I got I got I got mad, crazy money to blow. I mean, would it serve my purpose, uh, you know, to go give my money to the man or somebody I don't know? Or would it be better to, uh, you know, go visit, uh, you know, mi gente, uh, Victor Mariachi? Uh, because he's got a badass venue uh, 20 years from now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit, that's that's what's up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I definitely.
0: And I think that we all need uh, to think that way because like you've said even today, man, your messages um, are what resonates, uh, you know, with the people intrinsically, ultimately, inherently. Um, You know, that is basically, um, you know, I think a lot of times... You know what um you know the racist the ignorance hates about us is because you know we're from here man and um even though the narrative is how do you say you know how the when they say trying to flip shit on somebody you yeah, know sure. trying to you know like i hear word immigrant and all that shit yeah <laughs> come on no boats man We you know we if anybody is calling anybody an, I- an immigrant uh that's like that's like the pot calling the kettle black you know what i mean we're we're from here and um i try to i normally try to uh let people uh know how i feel about that word uh but yeah man we're not we're not immigrants we're we're native americans we're from here um you know they you know how they say um i didn't cross the border the border crossed us you know what i'm saying these borders are man-made borders and um, but anyways, that's 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 for some other episodes. I hope you listen to some of my episodes because some of the stuff that I got, because I mean I'm definitely gonna be a follower of your music. Like I said, man, thank you so much. Do you have any um last words or anything?
1: Uh yeah, I mean, uh just check me out on victor Mariachi. I have two videos, White Walls, uh, Home Run. Um, also got a show in Stockton, California on the on the 31st of October. Uh, I should be out there and yeah I just appreciate you for having me
0: yeah maybe we can do it again um are you still recording what that that other um that, that that other artist that I was listening to earlier on um the one that I was telling you about on 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 Spotify or whatever uh,
1: uh, Aztec speech, the guy we did the White Walls that's yeah yeah I'm still okay yeah we're, we're we're going out there together to Stockton so we're gonna do be doing that
0: so y'all y'all that that um that episode that y'all did that that was just you two
1: it was yeah me and yeah well it was a total of people including the host but the other guy was a director of the video as well
0: oh you're talking about the video white walls
1: yeah that we we were promoting during the time
0: oh no i'm talking about the there was a podcast that i was listening to where i thought it was just two people talking but maybe it was you and somebody else
1: uh, I did another one With my uh, With a uh, With a friend of mine It's called uh, Off the Cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Yeah I haven't done An episode with him We were supposed to Do one uh, a, a two-parter But um, Yeah he yeah, I'm still I keep in contact With him still
0: I could have swore It started with an E Like it was like An epsilon Or epsilon Or something like that No La, well, there,
1: there was one of them
0: That one That one What is it called La Capsula La Capsula yeah. yeah so
1: that who's yeah, that, that guy was, that was like four people in that, it was me Aztec Speech um, for, uh, Fernando Flores who's was the director and then the host of the show which I'm
0: trying to remember okay. yeah I always, try, I always try to do little plugs and little shout outs to everybody to yeah, make like, sure that like I said hey if we're gonna rise bro we're gonna do it together man
1: yeah I we're gonna you.
0: do it together ain't, ain't nobody coming up by themselves uh, but yeah man um I appreciate it. Um yep. go ahead and I'm glad we finally got it done, man. Didn't it feel like we were never gonna get this thing done?
1: Yeah, I know. It was gonna it was getting uh it was getting annoying a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got hey, it. Hey but yeah, but yo man, I appreciate it. Um I'm gonna holler at you later, man. I'm gonna go ahead and uh end this recording. But uh yeah, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in and um we'll catch you on the rebound. I have to watch you. Peace.